We're so excited today. This is the Homeworkies podcast, and I am very thrilled to bring you an interview with just our second director that we've been able to talk to on the podcast. Uh, I'm Rachel, and I'm talking with director of this weekend's movie, Love on the Menu, uh, with Ellie Canner. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ellie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is really, really thrilling, especially to talk to a, a female director uh, and uh, for a Hallmark movie that I'm really, really looking forward to. Oh, good. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to see it. Yeah. So to do on the podcast is just ask our guests to introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you on your path to becoming a director. Okay. Well, my name is Ellie Canner and I started, I guess what inspired me um, to become a director was really when I was casting. The short answer is from casting, my favorite parts of casting were working with the actors and being on set. When I would go on set to visit them, I would never want to leave. Yeah. So that told me um, that I really needed to investigate. Um, but also sitting in the room um, with actors and with directors and watching directors, um, you know, just give a little piece of advice to an actor and it would change the whole tone of the scene, the whole tone of the audition. And that was pretty amazing. Um, so that's a short answer. The long answer is um, I wanted to act for a minute when I um, lived in Connecticut and I moved out to California with a girlfriend of mine who you might know named Lee Friedlander. No way. That's the <laughs> other director that we've interviewed. <laughs> I found that out. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so do you know Tracy Andreen as well? Or? I don't. Okay. Is Tracy the writer that works with Lee? Yes, she's the okay. writer who works with Lee. Uh, yeah. Lee yeah. talked, yeah, Lee talked about Tracy and said how much she adores her and how talented. Yeah. Is and yeah, oh, that's so, so funny. We love Lee, she's the best. Yeah, so Lee and I moved out here together years ago, and um, and anyway, so when I came out here, I, I started as an agent for a minute because I just wanted to learn about the business. I, yeah. I didn't know how things worked, I didn't have any connections, and um, you know, as an agent, you're a salesperson and you have to. Trying a job for people that you believe in. And then um, I just didn't want to be a salesperson. It wasn't in my bones to do that. And so I wanted to do something a little more creative. So I um, ended up being an assistant at a casting office and then working my way up to a casting director. Um, and I did that for a long time and loved it. I, I adore working with actors. Um, I admire them. And just the whole process of, of putting together a cast um, was like putting together a puzzle and it was really fun. And then, like I said, being in the, in the um, casting auditions and watching directors uh, led me to directing and I started directing plays and I started um, just sort of putting the word out there that this is what I wanted to do and got a great opportunity to direct a movie. And then I directed some TV and then finally I needed to choose between casting and directing and I went with directing. No way. So did you grow up with Lee? How did you be her? We met at college. Oh, we at college. Southern Connecticut State University. No yeah. way. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow. 
What an amazing story. So did you grow up, you know, loving film, uh, uh, watching a lot of movies or? I, I grew up in a very, very small town called Bloomfield, Connecticut. And uh -huh. we didn't even have a movie theater. That's how small no, it was. No way. Yeah, we had a bowling alley. That was about it. <laughs> Yeah. So what we did was, you know, we, we watched a lot of TV and we watched movies on TV. Um, and that's what we did. And, and I, I don't know, I just loved it. I loved, um, I couldn't get enough. I always wanted to just somehow get in the entertainment industry. I didn't know what exactly. I thought maybe I wanted to act. I wasn't sure. And, but I just knew that there was something about it that was really special that I wanted to be a part of. That's really cool. Yeah, something about just the uh, living in other people's stories, I think, is the exciting part of, of, you know, whether it's movies or television or whatever it might be, is just getting to, to get away from your life for just a little bit and experience someone else's, someone else's story, even if it's... Absolutely. Yeah. And learn, you know, yeah. I always felt like, I mean, not everything I watched, but most things I, I learned something, something about mm -hmm. other people or something about myself. And I, I really enjoyed that. That's really, really cool. Well, we'll have to get uh, you and Lee and Tracy, like some, some dream team project. That would be <laughs> I would love that. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, that's really, really cool. So, uh, so yeah, you worked in casting for so long on so many iconic shows. I was looking through and I'm just like, oh my gosh, she was on that. She was on that. She was on that. <laughs> and I mean, there was the little uh, Friends, Step by Step, Lois and Clark, Superman, Sex in the City, so many amazing shows. And I mean, gosh, what is that like? What is, how do you, what's the process of casting some of these shows and, and, and how do you know when you found the right person for, for a role? Well, the process, it depends if you're an independent casting director, if, an, if you're an independent casting director, you're hired by um, the producer um, usually. And um, you, you know, you meet with them, you go in and interview like, like any job. And then if you see eye to eye and you have the same um, sort of taste in talent um, and ideas for the project, then you get hired. And then you, you basically, a casting director sort of weeds out um, the actors to find the best actors for the part. And by weeding out, I mean, you just, you audition, you also go from um, your past, you know, people you've hired before, people you've seen in movies and TV. And you just sort of try them out. You, you give them the opportunity um, where they can come in and they can really shine and they can either connect to a role and nail it, or they can give a great reading, but just not be 100% right for the part. Um, and that happens all the time. And then, you know, when the person comes in and they're really, really right and it connects and then you bring them back for the producer and then you, you know, it's a process for especially a television series. You bring them back, you know, for the studio and then the network. And then, you know, there are a lot of people that have to make um, hopefully the right decision. And when the person walks into the room, 
and nails it, you just kind of know most of the time. Um, and there are actors that come in that I can tell you stories that I won't bore you, but... No, this sounds like good stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, on projects like Friends, where, you know, there was uh, an actress who we wanted for one role who really believed um, she was right for another role. Um, and that was um, Courtney Cox. She, um, we, we actually first brought her in for the role of Rachel and she did a great job. We loved her, but she wanted to come in for Monica and we we're like, ah, you're not really right. We were thinking more Janine Garofalo type, you know, back yeah. then. And so we were like, well, okay, she can try, let her come in. And she came in and she was good, but we still loved her as Rachel. And we're like, no, we really want to test you at the network for Rachel. And she said, look, I will test at the network for we were like, okay, you know, she, she was a little bit of a name and we were excited to, to have her involved and all that. And, and she's funny and talented. So we said, okay, this was our idea. Let's bring her in to test in front of the studio and network and everyone and have, let her read for Monica. But then we're just going to give her the part of Rachel. And she, hopefully she'll be so happy that she'll be fine with yeah. that. Yeah. So of course she comes in and nails it. And we're like, oh my God, what do we do now? So that's what happened. That is an amazing story. Like television was changed forever. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Wow. You know? and, and again, sometimes you don't really know until you know. Did you have a, a, a particular casting that you felt like uh, that you sort of, that you had to kind of fight for? That you really, like people were like, oh, I don't know. You're like, I know this person will be good. Um, gosh, there were, but, uh, you know, I, I think ultimately it's a team effort uh -huh. and there were, there were definitely people that came in and I would say, well, just give them one more chance or sometimes, um, not on friends necessarily, but other shows where, you know, a director would say, ah, they didn't really nail it. And I would say, well, give me one second. And I would run into the hallway and whisper something in their ear and then they'd come back and they'd nail it and I'd be like oh see they just sometimes they just needed to get all of the information that mm -hmm. they didn't quite have or they needed to be able to take a breath and to be able to relax a little bit and then focus and then they could show their best self you know mm -hmm. so but yeah I, I fought for actors all the time because um you know again sometimes they're just not in like they would read they would give me an amazing audition and then they would get nervous and they'd come back for the producer and they'd not do a great job. And often I would say, just let them come back one more time. Just give them one more chance. You know, yeah. <laughs> do you have somebody that you kind of feel like, oh, I, I kind of discovered that person. Like I, <laughs> that's so hard. People ask me that. And it's like, I, I, you know, I don't like to take credit for, people I discovered because I feel like they worked so hard that, you know, lots of people discovered them. Yeah, yeah. I brought them to a certain job at the right time and it worked out. Yeah. So, um, yes, you know, the casting of Friends, I, obviously I was, you know, responsible for, for that with a group of people who, Amazing. you know, had great taste and yeah. said yes. Yeah. Is it hard on a show like Step by Step to cast the child actors? Is that tough? Well, I didn't cast the pilot of that. I was the okay. associate on that. So, but um, I'm trying to think of pilots. I mean, I've cast pilots where you had to cast um, younger kids. And, you know, in some ways, younger kids, is that what your question was? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, casting young kids, it, it's actually easier in a lot of ways because they either have the instinct or they have a mother or father or guardian who tries to direct them so much that, that it, it's fake. You know what I mean? Right, right. And you know very quickly what their talent is from that. So the ones that are, are newer and, or the ones that are experienced, great. But, but if you're casting a pilot and you know, you're looking for, for a new actor or actress, um, usually it's just like they have it or they don't. It's very quick. Yeah, interesting. Because my worry would be that a child actor would be less consistent than an adult. Uh, but, sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes they didn't have the skill, but that's pretty easily learned, I think. Uh -huh. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. But they yeah. don't get nervous like adults, yeah. you know, because they're like, ah, I'm having fun. You know, they just, they don't, they don't see the importance. They don't really know, which is yeah. good. If adults can come in feeling that way, like, ah, you know, I get it or I won't, like, Let's see what happens. Let's have fun. Yeah. You know, so were you, were you on the ground level casting for Sex and the City or was that later on that you joined? No, I was, um, I was one of the uh, casting directors that cast the pilot. Uh-huh. So wow. uh, Russ Gray and I did that. Um, and then the New York casting directors who were wonderful. And, um, and yeah, Russ and I had a great time with Darren Starr and, and that's a case where, you know, Kim Cattrall said no. She must have passed five times. She did not want to do that role or the project. And finally, we got her in a room with Darren. Um, they had a cup of coffee. You know, she read the script. And then she came in and auditioned and, of course, nailed it. So, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Because she never was that fond of the show it seems like from just a seemed like she uh was the one kind of outlier a little bit maybe because she was so much older maybe, maybe. i'm not sure i wasn't on set i don't know i've yeah. heard the, the rumors but um <laughs> but they certainly looked like they were all good friends right. <laughs> i believed it <laughs> yeah wow that's really interesting because it was such a uh, kind of a groundbreaking show in the uh the type of I mean, obviously the type of sexuality that they showed, the type of content for, for women, it was definitely very, so I can imagine being excited, but also somewhat nervous <laughs> about a role like that, you know, going out for a role like that, because it was just so different. Yeah, we had a lot of actors and actresses, a lot of actresses who passed, like yeah. a ton. They said, no, no, too raunchy, too racy, too, you know, a lot of people were, were a bit scared of it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like, excited. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Uh, wow. We could probably talk about this casting the whole podcast because I'm. So <laughs> well, let's not do that because we do no. have love on the menu. That's right. <laughs> so we'll move on. But it is very interesting. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So yeah. So you have directed some, uh, some some smaller films, some TV episodes some shorts, uh, what is it, what was that transition like for you? And, uh, and what, uh, I guess, what's the experience like of being a director for you? Um, well, the transition, you know, it's always tricky. Everyone has their own path. Um, for me, it was, um, I needed to do it. I needed to just go out there and direct, have an opportunity to direct, to learn. Um, and then while I was casting, I was directing, so what I, what I asked 
was every project that I was able to cast, I asked if I could follow, which means observing, shadowing the director. So that gave me a lot of time on set, being able to watch directors from all kinds of projects and learn mm -hmm. from them. So that was a great learning experience. Um, and then taking classes and reading books and, and just doing it. Um, and, you know, I did, I um, basically did scripts that were brought to me by friends, friends of friends, and um, anything that I thought would be interesting and give me experience and be fun and work with nice people, I said yes to. And so I, um, I directed a lot of different kinds of shows and, um, and films. I mean, I did an Israeli gangster drama. <laughs> and then I did um, a comedy a la Christopher Guest sort of mockumentary style. You oh, know? yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of different, which is great because then it, it gave me an opportunity to learn and grow. That's so smart to do that shadowing. Uh, find people you admire and try to learn as much as you can from from them and and following them that that's really brilliant to do well, it was, uh, I was lucky to have an opportunity to do that yeah yeah that's yeah. really cool do you think that there are specific challenges that a female director faces these days uh, is it becoming less challenging hopefully um you know when I first when I directed my first uh, TV show um, it was interesting how some crew members, especially uh, the men, treated women because they just, they didn't know. They weren't used to it. They weren't used to a woman coming on set telling them, you know, sort of what to do, like where right. to put the camera and, you know, what their vision was. And so I think it was just so difficult for them. And nowadays it's much easier. I think men are much more open and I think they're embracing, you know, women because there are some qualities, a lot of qualities that we have that, that, you know, make us really, really good directors. Right. Uh, and so I, I think they're much more open now, which is great. That's great. That's really good to hear. So this is your first project that you've ever done with Hallmark, this love it on the mini, correct? Is. It is. Yeah. Yes, maybe. Yeah, well, that's very exciting. So how did you end up getting involved with the project? Um, well, um, I have to say that, you know, Lee and I came out from Southern Connecticut State University. Um, there's also another uh, woman who went to the same school. Um, her name's Liz Yost, and she's an executive at Hallmark. Oh. She's wonderful. She's terrific. Yeah. And so we've been in touch over the years and there were a few opportunities that could have happened, but I wasn't available. And this one sort of um, came up suddenly. And I had met this producer that Liz had hired many times to do many Hallmark movies, Joey Plager. And we had just met a few months earlier. And so Liz said, hey, I got a project for, you know, Joey and Joey, I'd like Ellie to direct. And Joey was like, well, I know Ellie and I'm working with her on a couple of other projects. And so it was one of those things that just sort of worked out. And um, that's how I came mm -hmm. on board. And it happened that's very great. Quickly. Yeah. That's really, really great. Yeah, I recognize that name, uh, Liz Yost, uh, from many projects. That's really cool. So, uh, so uh, Kavon Smith, the star of the movie, uh, he co-wrote it, is that correct? He, well, actually, he wrote it. Kevin wrote okay. it, um, and it was his idea. He brought it to Hallmark. Hallmark said to him, I think at one point they, they asked him, 
um, you know, because he's on the show, uh, When Calls the Heart. Right. And, um, and they asked him, you know, what else he was interested in doing. Was there a project? And he just loves to cook. And yeah. so he said, I want to come up with uh, a project where I can be a chef. And they're like, great, go ahead and write it. He was like, great. <laughs> so he wrote it and he did, uh, I think he did a couple of drafts and then he was still working. So, um, so they hired another writer just to be able to finish it, you know, finish the rewrite while he was acting. Okay, yeah. Show. Um, so Alex Wright came on, um, but it was Kevin's idea and, and it's a great script. It was really, really fun to do and fun to explore and, um, and I don't know if you know much about Kevin, but he is great at improvising as well. Um, and that brought a lot to it, along with Autumn. Do you know mm -hmm. Autumn Reeser? Yes. We've actually had the, the privilege of interviewing her, and we love her. She's amazing. She just elevates anything that she's in, even if it's not great. Like, it's better because of her. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I believe yeah. that. She's got great energy. She's yeah gorgeous she's funny she's smart and she's really talented yeah because yeah. Kavan is actually already played a chef in a Hallmark movie uh, yeah. called Wedding Bells and I love Wedding Bells I think it's so good so that makes me uh, really excited to see this I mean I'd be excited anyway but why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the story without giving you know too much away just the basic idea the basic idea is there's um, a chef who um, has an Italian restaurant that is, um, you know, in a little bit of trouble and a woman who works for a company that creates um, frozen food uh, recipes and frozen food, it's called FFFI, um, Frozen Food International. And she uh, gives um, Kevin a visit, they meet and she offers him an opportunity to help his restaurant if he uh, creates these frozen food recipes. Uh -huh. And guess what happens? They like each other. <laughs> did you know that? I, oh, yeah. did I say too much? I yeah. So does, does, is it sort of a dubious kind of thing, the idea of, of him selling his recipes for this frozen food? Or is it something, is that, is that sort of a sellout kind of a thing or no? He feels like it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> I've seen Ratatouille. I know. Exactly. Exactly. We mentioned Ratatouille and while we were shooting. We're like, Ratatouille. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I'm so excited. That sounds really fun. Yeah. But it's really, uh, and also Barbara Niven. Do you know Barbara oh, Niven? Love her. Love her too. She's in it and just the three of them are so good. And I have to say, you know, they made it a lot of fun. I mean, it's a, it's a hard job for anyone in any position, all of us working hard. But when you work with people that want to be there, that are happy to be there, that are excited to be there and take pride in what they do, um, it's so much fun. Yeah. And That's hopefully that shows, that translates. So what is Barbara's role in it? Is she a manager of the restaurant or what does she do? She is the boss of um, Autumn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, good. That'll be really interesting. <laughs> it will be because, you know, she's not quite the, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, she's yeah. Quite the sweet mom that you've seen her before. Right. She's a little bit different. And she's oh, good. Yeah. yeah. 
That'll be good. Uh, the evil boss of the, of the food, frozen food company. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so there's probably a lot of food photography in this movie. Seen, it is. So is that particularly challenging to do? Well, it is for someone like me who does not cook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a lot of research. Yeah. And luckily we had a food consultant um, helping us out. And, uh, and Joey Plager is, uh, is a cook also and knows a lot about food. Um, but, uh, but it was really fun. Yeah, I, I learned a lot. Um, and there were definitely specific shots, um, camera angles that uh, I wanted to do, which make it look a little different, um, I think. And uh, yeah, and hopefully the goal is while you're watching and uh, before, during, and after, you know, you remain hungry and you're excited yeah. about food. <laughs> That's yeah. the goal. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's, it's a different thing, like cooking versus making it look attractive on the, on the screen, right? Right, right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'll see it's more about plates being put together than actually watching a frying pan. Right, you know? right. So, yeah. yeah. A little more intricate yeah uh-huh cool yeah uh yeah because uh, they have to do all these takes the most of the time the food is pretty gross isn't yeah. it? there are a few takes where autumn had to eat and then uh the woman jordan the girl who plays hank's daughter in this um she had to eat a little bit and and, and actually Kevin, Kevin had to eat uh, a couple of times and you know it's cold yeah. and it's, sitting there a little while so yeah but they know how to fake it so yeah you know it's really interesting because i just on my other channel i reviewed um, mostly martha and no reservations mm -hmm. um and uh, uh which are uh, both about chefs uh that uh and there's a lot of good cooking uh cooking scenes and things was there any film like that that was kind of an inspiration for you in making this did you see the Bradley Cooper movie? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, did I? Oh, my goodness. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's okay. really good. I mean, anything, you know, Bradley Cooper's in. You're right. But it's really, it, it's, it, if this interests you, if, if the whole idea of, you know, food preparation and restaurants and chefs and all that, um, you will really enjoy Burt. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. yeah. It inspired me. I actually, um, I was watching it and I was sort of taking pictures of some of the shots going, I want it something like this and something like that. And, and that was, um, you know, I shared it with everyone on the crew. Uh, so yeah, it was a big inspiration. Oh, cool. And I'll definitely check that Did you ever see Big Night? I have seen Big Night. That's great. Yeah. 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 That one's really some, good. Yeah. Some shots from that and just uh, the tone of that movie was fun. Uh -huh. Very cool. Very good. Well, I'm very much looking forward to the movie. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Right. And uh, when did you guys shoot it? We shot it in December. Wow. So yeah. it was fast. Yeah. Very fast. <laughs> very cool. Uh, and it was in Vancouver. It was in Vancouver. It was a little cold compared to LA, a little, uh -huh. little bit, but, uh, but actually we got really lucky with the weather. Um, and yeah, Vancouver's beautiful. It's really nice. Love Very it. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, we like to end our interviews with what we call the Teen Beat questions that are just kind of silly questions 
that uh, that are just that Amber found on an old episode on an old thing of Teen Beats. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, okay. The best ice cream flavor. French vanilla. Mm, yeah, you can put anything on top of it. Anything. <laughs> Good. Uh, what is your favorite color? Purple. Oh, mine too. Very good. All right. What music are you listening to right now? What's your favorite music? I have to say, and and I swear this isn't like a plug, but um, Lucas Graham, he uh-huh. has a song in in our movie, In Love oh. and Love. And I can't stop listening to it. It's oh, called what kind of, Someone. What kind of music is it? Is uh, What style? Um, kind of reminds me of Ed Sheeran a little bit. I mean, it's, it's just, it's sweet. It's beautiful. Um, and he also did the song, um, Seven Years. You might know, you might know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he is just, he's Danish and his band is, is Lucas Graham. It, it's just great. Cool. That sounds great. All right. What is your go-to date night food? Uh, I would say uh, risotto mm. or gnocchi. Oh, yum. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, what is your go-to date night activity? Go out to do. Well, there two, you know, it's going out or staying in. Right. So if I'm, if I'm, if I'm staying in, it's, you know, eating, uh, something that I just described or sushi and watching a great movie yeah. or a TV show. If it's going out, um, I love going to like the Hollywood Bowl um, or a concert um, yeah. or, or poker, I have to confess. I oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could be risky on a date. I know, but it's fun. Your date could then losing all the money. <laughs> Luckily, I'm dating someone that is good at poker. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so dogs or cats? Dogs. Very good. Okay. Uh, beaches or mountains? Beaches. Uh, me too. Mm. I'm with you there. I love, nothing I love more than going to the beach. Oh, just being on that warm sand. Oh, yeah. And on your face. There's, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Uh, so would you rather be in a fancy dress or in sweats? At home, sweats. Oh, <laughs> fancy dress is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. When is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday. That's a tough one. Um, there's so much pressure on holidays, you know? I know. It's um, true. I guess I have to say... I have to say Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because it's with family, but also my birthday is around then. So I get double, we get double the like party and cake and all of that. So I think Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving is a good one, especially if you're a food person. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Although in Canada, they celebrate it like a, a month before or a few weeks before. Right. They're yeah. just messed up up there. What are they doing? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> I love it on How I Met Your Mother. I was a huge I'm a How I Met Your Mother fan, and and Barney's always making fun of Canada. <laughs> right. When right. he's like, he's like Canadian Thanksgiving. What do you even have to be thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
It's, but they're Canadian, so they have to be thankful because they're always so polite. Yeah. They're so, so polite. Well, yeah, we certainly have a lot in Hallmark World to be thankful for in Canada. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and it's just, it's just so delicious. Like, the thing about Thanksgiving is that none of the food is that hard to make. It's just there's so much of it. That's the tricky thing. And getting it all kind of balanced, you know? It is. <laughs> that's the hard part. But it, it anyway. is. But yeah, but these leftovers, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, last question. Uh, and you can pick your own movie. We won't judge. What is your favorite Hallmark movie? Love on the Menu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that, but it really, I, I really, I enjoyed making it. You know, I hope you all enjoy watching it. Um, it's, it's, I think it's entertaining and it was really fun. So mm -hmm. yes, I have to say that's my favorite. Very excited. And you can say any of Lee Freelander's movies as well. <laughs> well. All of hers. I have to say, all of hers are great. I yeah. love her movies. She's amazing. She, she is. And her last one was very, very good, I think. The Love, of course. Love, of course. Yeah. It was really that good. Was great. So, yeah. Yep. 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 Well, hopefully, this will be the first of many times working with Hallmark. We yeah. certainly hope so. And Thanks so much for uh, coming on uh, the program and talking with us. And, and it's so interesting to hear about your career and, and we're really excited about the movie. And do you have, do you have social media that you want to share or anything like that? Or um, I'm working on it. I'm working. Okay. On, I'm, I'm going to get up there. I promise I'm on Facebook, but I will get on Instagram and, and be a little more, um, you know, uh, okay. uh, Pay more a little uh, more attention to it. I promise. Okay, well, let us know if you do. <laughs> I will. <laughs> we'll put it on. We'll put it on the description. But do you have any comments or anything about the interview? Let us know. We'd love to hear what you have to say, and uh, put it in the comments section or on Twitter. Uh, talk with us. Uh, we're at Hallmarkies Pod. You can follow us all over social media, and uh, on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, please give us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that when you do on iTunes. Give us a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media. So thanks so much, Ellie. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye.